Hey guys, this is Mike. I'm Chris. And this is the intro for episode number 11. So we made it to 11. So this episode, Mike and I wanted to sit down and do a retrospective, only because we never thought we'd get this far. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I've I've started many projects in I'm life surprised that we're still surprised we were able to pull it off at all. I, do, I have no idea. Um, so we're just kind of sit back chat about some previous episodes take we actually had a couple fan slash enemy email questions and we're just gonna go from there so this is episode 11 enjoy uh reference for that in case anyone is why didn't you do it for number 10 would be from spinal tap of these go to 11 yeah uh mike and i can't do anything original mike we made it to 11 episode number 11 i never thought we'd get this far how and, uh, excited I are you? Just kind of, um, I talked to my friend Steve Query the other day for the first time in a while. We actually have kind of reconnected, and he's getting up the whole gang, and we're gonna go up to Vermont in June, and I'm gonna see him and a lot of people, and hopefully get him on here. But it made me, you know, so you know when you talk to someone you haven't talked to in a long time, and uh, Steve and I have a lot of history. Like we're, I guess we, st- yeah, we still are, but like we went to college together, and we. Spent a lot of time together, but I forgot that him and I once started a podcast years ago. Oh, really? And it, all it turned out to be was we just bought some shitty equipment for Radio Jack and fucked around, <laughs> and it never got any farther. But podcasting what it was, and then it made me think of one of the my favorite stories in life that I don't know if I've ever even told you this, that on the way to get the podcast and equipment this time, it was me, my friend Steve Query, my friend Jenny Lee, our, our mutual friend, we went to, um, so we were up in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to the, the Staples or Radio, Radio Shack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still around, and they're I making think, a comeback. Actually, yeah, I think Steve went in the Staples for something, and me and my friend Jenny Lee were walking in, and we got sidetracked, and we saw a truck, like a pickup truck, with a cap, and the cap was open, and some, there was a goat in the back of it. What? So we walk over to it because I'm like, you know, that's just how I we're very impulsive, right? And we see the goat, and she starts talking to the goat, and the goat jumped out of the truck and starts running around the Staples parking lot right next to like a main highway. This is up in Rutland, Vermont, mm-hmm. and like we're chasing this goat around, and I think I had to go into Staples and uh, tell the employee is like, can you make an announcement about uh, a goat being running around the wild? And the guy thought I was fucking with him. Yeah. I was like, I know you don't believe me and I fully understand, but if you turn around right there, you could see my friend trying to chase this goat from going into the road. And it took like an hour and multiple people to have the owner come out and get this goat back into their truck. And the worst part is they got their goat back in the truck, closed the cap, and then walked away where the goat could just get free again. <laughs> but like, so... um. Early on, what that was kind of a goal I wanted to have with a podcast was just kind of reconnect with old friends and mm-hmm. have more experiences. And then just doing the podcast, I've been so I wanted to let's so kind of this, let's just talk about what's happened. God, we started this last year, yeah. We started, we last talked year. about it forever, we talked about it for a while before forever. it became a reality. And then, like, I remember it was probably like August of 2013. No, no, that's too long. No, it wasn't um, that long. Well, the thing is, a lot of the viewers don't know that we were working on this for months before they even knew it existed because first we had trial and error with microphones. Even before that, we were talking about But how did we... We met, and we got along really well, mm-hmm. and then we both liked podcasts. We were in that training together for work, yep. and then we were just talking about podcasts, and then we had to do that other thing, though. Remember, we had to do that um, team-building activity at the West End Camry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, that's when it really took off. And then we saw each other again, 
and we're both really passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go like, and then I like, don't really know where the idea came from. Just to like, I don't know. You made a Facebook status update. About oh, that's start- right. And it half in half in jest, half joking. Yeah, and you I know, was who like, wants to start a podcast? But I also was half in jest. I was like. I just wanted to be on a podcast, and I was like, the only way I'm going to get to be on one is if I start it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of went from there. Like, you know that famous story of Kiss? I wish I could remember the names, but it's like Paul Stanley answers a call in the newspaper, mm-hmm. and he becomes a guitar player of Kiss. That was like our version. It was Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then that went for a while, though. We went back and forth like, well, we got to do this. We got to do this. And then my good our, my good friend Lily... Uh, who is coming on the show? I've talked to her recently. Mm-hmm. She's a fan. If you're listening, hi Lily. Um, bought me a book about how to start a podcast for my birthday. Yeah. So this was going back at least to August. The idea in my head. We must have been talking about it back then, though. Probably. Maybe just like kind of casually. Yeah, because I. Had, but then how did around that time of the training would have been about that long ago. And then how did we get farther than that? Like how did we? We just decided we needed microphones. But we got the wrong mi- mics, and that was my fault. Well, it, those are nice mics, by the way. Yeah, I those USB mine mics. Uh, Audio Technica. I think they're forty forties. Yeah, forty forties. Well, they work, but we couldn't do more than like. They're really incredible microphones. Two people, right? Was that the problem? Well, the problem is, yeah, they're USB mics, so we could only use them on the computer. Yeah. Uh, and we'd have to mix the tracks together separately. Yeah. So I realized after doing much research. We needed a mixer. Yeah, and, and then we got new mics. They're expensive. I mean, the one the stuff we have is fairly expensive, but like, there's a lot more expensive stuff. But oh yeah, yeah. You can't really get a mixer f- for nothing. Uh, no. So, man, I can't believe we committed because I remember um, I got married. We started the podcast before I get married, but I knew I was getting married, and selfishly, I was going to come into a little bit of you know, people give you money to get married. Mm-hmm. But I remember having like a small budget of money, and I was like. I can either put this towards starting the podcast or a PlayStation 3. Not a 4, because mm-hmm. I was going to get, like, I'll get a PS3. And I don't play video games a ton. But I go through, like, once every six months. I get obsessed with the video game, play it a ton, and then just stop and don't touch it for months. Mm-hmm. And then it was probably around that same time. And then uh, I I went for the podcast route, because I really wanted to hang out with more people and be more social and have something to fill up my free time. I think this is a great opportunity to, like, try something different, like... It's a great feeling to – it's one thing to say you want to do something and another thing to do it. And the feeling you get from following through is really, really great. Like It's a rarity for me. Well, for me too. But I, I got to be completely honest with you. Like I never saw this actually happening. No, but me like <laughs> when you listen to like podcasts, like all the most successful podcasts, uh, especially the ones I listen to, um, Mark Maron, Joe Rogan, Pete Holmes – all of them started very much the same way. They were like, I want to give this a shot. Yeah. And like, especially Joe Rogan, it was him and a few of his buddies just goofing around for the fun of it. Yeah. And more people started listening and more people. And now he's like, he's been in the top 10 iTunes podcast for the last like three years. I still wonder what that means. Financial. Oh, you get sponsorship. Well, he gets advertisers, advertisers yeah. pay him, but, and that's not what we're after, but we started in the same way that yeah. everybody started. Well, Mark Merritt was like fun. suicidal. Got laid off from the radio job. And so I guess if you were a radio guy and lost your job, like a podcast would only be the next evolution because you're still doing what you like. Well, if you think about it, he, the, did you ever the read medium the story? isn't totally new. Yeah, yeah. Like how he like was breaking into the old studio of mm-hmm. uh, Air America, some liberal uh, radio station. Um, I forgot what they're called. I don't think they exist anymore. And uh, I think his first guest was 
Patton Oswald. But see, a lot of those people were also comedians who had ties to famous friends. Right. But still. I bet, yeah, yeah, no, I think that it's, it's cool. And But, you know, Marin, it just... I mean, if you're a comedian, that's what a great way to get your voice out there. It's a great way to meet people, too. Like, a lot of people that I've spoken with are nervous to come on to our podcast. Yeah. And they're like, I have nothing to say, or I'm not interesting, or... That's not true at all. Everybody has a story to tell. And once you have the microphone in your hand, it's amazing how you kind of forget you're holding it, and it just becomes yeah. very, very conversational. Do you feel that... Well, first off... Our, much props to our first guest, John Pasinich. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what a podcast was. Like, did not have to come on in any way, shape, or form. A hunt, I mean, I guess anyone didn't have to come on. Every, but he was the first one. He was our, our our test dummy. And we've changed a lot in the last 10 episodes. At least I feel more comfortable. I'm not writing out questions as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, when we did the John interview. Oh, yeah. And Brandon, too. I well, had even when we first started interviewing, pages. when I interviewed you. Yeah, I had pa- or the first two interviews, yeah. Pages of questions. Pages and pages. I mean, I probably spent like 15 hours of just writing and writing notes and ideas and th- obsessing about it. Mm-hmm. And John was awesome. First off, he was, everyone's been, but John was f- awesome. He was so much fun. It was such a great, comfortable experience. And he's my father-in-law, too, so that could, but, I mean, great guy, mm. but, like, I was so scared to interview him, and he totally, he rocked it. Yeah, and he we really got did. positive feedback, and then Brandon came on second? Yeah. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> and we've had, so Brandon. we've had Brandon, we've had, I mean, this is sad, I can't even remember. No. Well, we did a couple with just you and me. Well, no, we had Brandon came on, Jamie came on, Victoria came on, Matt came on, Topher came on, mm-hmm. Nate came on. Yeah, I couldn't make it there for the Matt or the Topher interview. Yeah. We, we would love well, to we, have Topher back. Topher's coming back. The Matt one we knew you couldn't make it for, but he just happened to be on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, not Topher, the Matt one we already knew about. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so the Brandon one, here's another guy who had you know nothing to lose, did not have to come down here. Didn't, no one had, had, did not have to come down here, did not have to talk to us. Never mind talk about politics. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it, like with John and Brandon, we like really, at least in my head, I was scared to interview someone when just talking. So I had to feel like, well, here's come on this and we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I kind of scared some people away because I was like picking topics. Like, come on and talk about this with us. And I don't think it was until we got to... The discussions, big and small episode, where I think that was the first time I sat. We just sat down and just talked. Yeah, that was a that was a breakthrough. Geek girls with Victoria and Jamie. Um, I had less questions. You can hear us. You can hear us evolve. Yeah, as I, we record, and it's, it's like fun. I feel like elated that even one person listens. I mean, More they don't have one. to listen. It takes their time. It takes their energy. Like. No one's obligated to listen to us just sitting here shooting the shit, but people choose to listen. I wouldn't and listen to us. That <laughs> alone is like, it's amazing. Did you look on our Lisbon, which is the the host site we use, and it show you show me it shows what states? Yeah, it shows what states people download. I, think I couldn't we even got, figure out some of them. Like, like some of them I knew. But we had we, downloads in the Bahamas, California, middle, Texas, Minnesota, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, like we got like I knew California. I, I, some people, if it, I saw the state, I knew who it was. Like if it was California, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. If it's New Jersey, I have a general idea. A ton in New York City, or not a ton, but a ton for us. And I only know. Well, we had 140, 157 higher. downloads. Was, well, I looked at it last night. It was in higher. the last twenty days or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, but then we had SoundHound that we weren't really counting. Right. So and I don't know what's our highest rated because of the sound the switch to, from SoundHound to this, but 
the goal I think for me is just to do the same thing every time, which is just have fun. And and it is fun. Do you notice fun. people change? Like people who don't talk as much. First off, John, very nice, but very quiet person. You've met John mm-hmm. before that, and just he's a quiet guy. And then put a microphone. He just he just lit up. Yeah, so well. well something about having a mic in your hand, Matt. Too like I mean, my brother in law. Like we had a couple. Of dr- we had a drink, and I think maybe some wine. I hope I hope that's right. And then, I mean, just open. Just open wide open and just oh my god, it's so much fun. Everybody, everyone, like even too, like when we meet beforehand, we're always like, Hey, how you doing? Good, yeah, let's do this. We get on the mic, Hey, Mike, how you doing? Podcast time. It's funny how people's demeanors uh change for each episode. Yeah, it was uh, it's every time someone says that they're willing to come on for me, it's a treat. Yeah, you know, it's just like wow, they want to take time out of their day to come down and and, it's and fun. talk. Like it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Everyone says the same thing. It's a lot more fun than I thought. Yeah, we learn as we go. And like for you guys listening out there, like if you've got a free afternoon, a free evening, and you feel like coming on, like we don't bite hard. Well, uh, you ask, and uh, <laughs> you know. Send us a message and let's let us know you want to come on and you want to talk about this or that or or whatever. Just let us know. You know what kind of trips me out? I thought we were going to have a quick thing of guest and then run out of people to get on. Mm-hmm. The list isn't like super long, but just the time it takes to get everyone on the same page and finally meet. Yeah. We're like pretty for, booked for a while. For like, me, it started. I should tell the listeners too. Like I had this idea back in college that I wanted to do. Um, I saw this website called humans of new york and um it's just this photographer who takes pictures of people on the streets of new york city uh and it's just a picture of that person and a description of like a quote that they said or something about their life or whatever and i always thought like everybody's got a story like i dated a girl uh, a couple of years ago whose father Got a actually. You want to hear an interesting story? What was his name? It's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's yeah. a bit of a a tangent, but I'm going somewhere with it. Um, he was a musician in the '70s, and he saw Led Zeppelin live, uh, and a number of other bands. He knew Carly Simon, James Taylor. And I know this to be true because I saw he showed me a whole bunch of photographs. And him and his band got signed to Atlantic Records in the early 70s at the same time Led Zeppelin and stuff were blowing up on Atlantic. And someone in the audience shot and killed one of his bandmates during a show. What? Uh, Afterward, outside, shot and killed one of his bandmates and basically said, if any of you... Like keep playing. I'm gonna kill your families. I'm gonna kill. Like it was. It was a bizarre. Like and then the guy got away, and uh, was never found. Do you? Can you say the band? I don't actually know the name of his band, oh, but okay. um, they never went through with recording the album because they just didn't feel it would be right with this guy having been killed. And none of them after the guy died, they had no interest in being a band anymore because it just didn't feel right. And he never had a career in music. And here's this guy, like, just, you know, my ex-girlfriend, dad, just a normal dude, works a normal job. And I start to talk to him, and I realize he had a fucking incredible backstory. And that's why kind of part of why I wanted to start the podcast was because everybody has a story. 
Yeah. Everybody's been to different places. They have different friends and family members, and they've had different experiences. And like everybody's got stories to tell. Nobody's nobody. Even if you think you don't have a lot to say, you you I guarantee you do. Is there any way we can get that guy on here? Oh my god, I wouldn't. No, you, that'd you be too that bridge. I actually, you know what's funny? Uh, actually, I, I, no promises to the listeners, but I got that whole interview on tape. You interviewed that guy. I interviewed him, and. That's what I was getting at. I actually forgot to make the final point was I interviewed him on a, a, a digital voice recorder. Yeah. It's like a two-hour interview where he tells his whole his whole story. Wow. And the reason I was doing that was because I thought it would be cool to do a project where I interviewed other people. Yeah. And nothing happened until now. So we've got a podcast. Oh, now, so. wow. You know who um... – I'll try to – I'll try to – if I can turn that file into an acceptable – Get his permission first. Yeah, I'd have to get I would his only feel first. Just... But, but I'm just saying if I could – yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be fun. I I just love to listen to it. Yeah, wow, that man, crazy. But you know, it's just funny because you think of like a band like Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. but for every Led Zeppelin, for one Led Zeppelin, there's a thousand bands that have a similar story of like screwed over by the record business, didn't you know, actors, any, any you know, there's just so many other people that weren't Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. that probably came pretty close. Yeah, um, Cause that's a fucked up. Vanilla time. Fudge is one of them. I never heard of them. No, I'm Have you saw that uh, documentary Twenty Feet from Stardom? No, I was watching on Netflix last night. But there's um a backup singer who like was recording for her album for Phil Spector, and she recorded her album legally with the contract, and he took her voice and put it for in for a different uh, doo-wop band. And called it theirs and gave them ownership, and they mm. lip synced every night to her vocals. Ugh. I mean, the music industry is just Terrible. littered of, to- of stories of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I know I have some friends I want to come on who are musicians and some family. Um, you know who? I don't know if we're gonna if I'd be able to post it or not if if she's okay with it. But I'm definitely at least for my family. I'm gonna interview my grandmother. Mm. Oh yeah, you didn't mention that. She's. What was the last holiday? St. Patrick's Day. No, the real. Oh, oh, take that out. No, keep it. I <laughs> no, don't care. Like the one that people get together and eat dinner for New Year's, huh? Thanksgiving, Easter, Thanksgiving. I was. Oh, I don't mind. We were all going to meet my nephew, but we were all at my parents' house in Connecticut, and I was having coffee and dessert. And a lot of the people have drifted downstairs. Yeah, it might have been. We were probably there seeing my nephew. So I was upstairs with my uncle Greg and my grandma Ellie, and we're just talking and. I don't know about what, but I was talking about something I did in New York City uh, a few months prior of somewhere I ate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, Christopher, I used to live in New York City. I was like, Grandma, you lived in New York City? Get this. She lived in, 19- in New York City in the 1940s while she was part of the United States Navy as a, a decoder. Like, she decoded subs, and she decoded a, a code from a German submarine off the coast of New Jersey that was later. that She decoded the message, and then it sunk. Wow. I was like, did they all die? She's like, yes. <laughs> and then we just started. I, so I just like started and I kind of changed flip switches and yeah, so turned like died. like um, podcast ish mode mm-hmm. and started to like kind of fake interview her in my head. Just like wanted to hear everything she's ever done in her life. And she went to Smith College, met my grandfather in Bermuda mm-hmm. on vacation from the Navy. Just just went on and on and on. And, you know, when pe- she's 92, 93, she's not young. When people are no longer with us, um, the voice is the one thing you can't recreate. I think that's probably I've, I'm thinking of just even just having that for the family. Just tell me your entire life. Yeah, 
That'd be cool. And, you know, that would be something I think would be nice for maybe even you to just do with her, the two of you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'd like to post it, but if she gives me permission. Right. She's pretty hip. So she she has Facebook, so she wow. would probably. Cutting edge. Not not only would she. Oh, I get emails from her, too. Like, she's not just has a Facebook. She knows how to use it. Hmm. She would actually, if she gave me permission, she would listen to it on her Mac computer. So I have a question. If you could interview anyone, all right, let's start with just anyone dead. Anyone dead. And then and then we'll think anyone living. I've thought about this a lot, and I've come up with an answer, but then, you know, I change my mind every 10 seconds. There's a lot of people, but I think Hunter Thompson yeah. would be interesting to talk to. Um, Einstein, I think, would be interesting. to You know, maybe not Einstein. He was actually really smart. He actually had a lot of, like, political opinions and other He's kind of an asshole, science. too, right? I don't know. But, like, very, like... Chases. Um, socially inept and Chris Farley could be interesting to talk oh, to. Oh yeah, Farley. I was gonna say Jim Henson, mm. but then um, I forgot where I heard it on it was a podcast. But that whole thing of like how you should never like, do you believe that you should never meet your? Oh, with Will Arnett, a nerdist was talking about how you should never meet your uh, heroes. Why do you think? Because they just disappoint you, you know? Because you expect. I'm thinking more of like uh, entertainment wise. Like think of like a figure like. But I don't know, because in my head, if I met Conan O'Brien, we would be best friends. But if that didn't happen, it might ruin the illusion I have of Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. I'm just such a fan of Conan O'Brien. I would love to sit down and talk about I don't know about everything. that, though. I mean, Yeah, yeah. I, so that's why I'm wondering, what do you think? Uh, I think certain people have like a mystique about them, like the people we really admire, like the authors, the actors, the actresses, yeah. because they're famous and because we see them in one capacity. Like we see them on TV or we whatever but they're normal people so i think part of why we love we love to love certain people is because they have that certain like aura about them like of fame or whatever and if you were to meet them and realize that they're normal like you said yeah that could crush your perception which i kind of i like i personally like that there are some celebrities though i think that are loved because they're so down to earth and that you, it's exactly what you, like Tom Hanks, like well, when he was on The Nerdist. Oh my God! Like the first one, he's just a normal he guy. Just he's like, a normal dude. He just talked about his entire Career. discography. Yeah, it was incredible. But you know, like I think of like two mainstream actors today. Like you have Leonardo DiCaprio, who's kind of like an old Hollywood actor. Like I don't know anything about that guy. He just comes out, makes a movie, and disappears, mm-hmm. and then like kind of treats it like very old Hollywood. Yeah, and you then, know, uh, he's very private. Yeah, when I when I respect that. And then there's oh, like good, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, who's just like I don't fucking care. This is stupid. Yeah, but but I love her. I love them both for that exact same reason. I feel like I feel like uh, Jennifer Lawrence would be like really interesting to talk to. She seems very authentic in her. Uh, I mean, speaking of authenticity, I would even go as far as like Miley Cyrus comes off as authentic in the culture, where someone like Anne Hathaway always seems very fake. You know, mm-hmm. like when my Miley, whatever, bad girl. But for some reason, her being a bad girl to me doesn't feel like it's uh, controlled by a corporation or her like people and like, or like you know how people. I think yeah. Well, I mean, I she was Hannah Montana for a long time, so I think she probably yeah wanted to. I don't know. I you know I gotta be honest with you. I don't think I think. Well, first of all, we spend too much time worrying about celebrities. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I mean? But like, whatever. Like, I actually used to. It, there was a time at a time where people would shit all over Justin Bieber and I would at times defend him saying like basically like I hate his music but like he's more successful than I'll ever be and like I don't know like I guess it depends how you define success right sure but like at this point like he Justin Bieber has gone off the fucking rails and you can see kind of where he's headed but like Miley like 
I don't really think she gives a shit. No, yeah, and I also don't really get feed that, into I that stuff that too much. I guess for my, I don't want to say generation, for my age, um, Britney Spears was that person. I, I remember following oh, sure, that story yeah. immensely. And then South Park did that great episode, and I'm like, but that's true. Like, we almost kind of crucify these people. Like, you want to see the fall and the rise. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really follow Justin Bieber. Like, he does stuff. Oh, I don't either. I'm just saying, like, well, that's Lindsay the thing Lohan. we're obsessed with. Like, I think Lindsay Lohan is one of those people, like, well, it's also or Kim Kardashian, and a lot of it is just fame for the sake of fame. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to keep yourself relevant. So, like, we do this podcast, and we want to keep, like, relevance. So we have to keep having new episodes, Facebook statuses, whatever. Right. Lindsay Lohan did Mean Girls, and then some shitty movies, got arrested for coke, DUIs. Like, all of that, in my eyes, was almost, like, contrived to keep her in the media. To I keep her... I mean, I'm sure a lot of that stuff was true, but, like... There are people who are famous who can... T- Paris Hilton was a celebrity for, like, nothing. And then that, like, it just feeds off of each other. And I used to really hate that stuff. And I still don't like it. I just... I don't pay attention anymore. I just don't care. Do you remember The Surreal Life? Love those shows, on VH1. Actually. <laughs> I actually... I watched them on Hulu Plus recently. I really liked them. All right, so who else have we had? Um, our Sopranos episode, are we ever going to do another one? I mean... I don't remember what we talked about. Did we talk about the whole series? Because if we didn't do... More uh, or less, yeah. If we, if, I think we should do another tribute because um, I... The, let's let's talk about why that episode happened. We were still pretty new. We Booking people was hard with time. We really wanted to put some content out and get to it. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't feel comfortable sitting down on a mic and just talking to each other. So we can did like... And I had this idea because I watched... I listened to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin show yep. where he does each season of a series... And they, but they they were bringing like a TV critic. I was like, let's just see if we could talk about The Sopranos, mm-hmm. and I think we did get a great job. I got a got more downloads than I ever expected. Yeah, and and that, well, I'm especially not because not everyone watches The Sopranos or has access. I think we should do uh, on that note. I think we should do we can do a follow up Sopranos. Yeah, but I think we should pick series and just do the whole series. Yeah, like Breaking like Bad, that. but just basically give viewers the spoil. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah. But like Game of Thrones, like I'm on episode. Victoria could do that one or Matt because five I, of season me. two. Um, obsessed. Yeah, I don't um, watch it. Watching currently watching The Wire as well. I'm watching them at the same time. What season? Season two. Well, what a contrast of the most gritty, realistic television program versus not so much. The Wire is like considered like it's almost like a documentary. Like it's the way the act. It, <sighs> season two, you're on two. Yeah, because I stopped to watch. I'm not Game gonna lie to you; it gets better. Get through two. Trust me, just get through two. How many seasons are there of the Wire? Five. Five. Uh, one, three, four. Do they all have Jimmy Columbus. McNulty, or can you not say anything? No, he's in it the whole time. Yeah, you don't see a lot Do you of like the... his character. The Wire is very complex, where there's no good, there's no bad, it's mm. all gray. So yes, I like Omar's character. Yeah, and you always will. Yeah, he's B- got a... bubbles. Omar. Um, Weird thing about two is you don't see a lot of the doc people again though. Mm. It pays off. And well, then, I'm not that far ahead, so yeah. Uh, but like, it's season two is really weird. It's a, it's the season that doesn't fit in. It does fit into the story, but it it definitely. Well, I mean, I guess I've heard the idea of the show is like Baltimore is a city uh, is a character of the show. So like season two, you have to show that part of Baltimore. Like I really like yeah. season two, but like, but there's three... different. They take place in five different areas of Baltimore. Like the projects, three. the docks. Number three and four. Oh, and then it's City Hall. City Hall. Yeah, this is right. 30, uh, three and four mold together really well. I don't remember which one. I think four is considered the best season. Yeah, well. Five is good. 
five is very good. I but also four, am interested in seeing True Detectives or True Detectives. I tried. I gotta try it again. You know when you watch something, you're just not in the mood. Well, I have HBO Go now, so I can yeah, watch just, everything. Yeah, Entourage me too. And oh. Curb Your Enthusiasm and Girls and uh, Oh, do you watch? Well, we should. Do, Girls is amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them, but it's amazing. Yeah. But, I, but this, back to the Sopranos. Yeah, that episode really came out as like, oh, crap, we need to record and we don't know what to do. Which I have to say I'm really proud of ourselves for this podcast because it's not uh, sit here and gossip about celebrities or our, our personal lives too much. Like, I really think we've created something and I'm I'm very proud of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I am too. I uh, It's... Uh... Do you remember that time and you, got, you, uh, you guys came over and then we like... Me and you sat down with a notebook, and like we just kind of compared ideas. And then the next time we went out to dinner because we kind of stalled as usual, mm-hmm. and had a podcast meeting in quotations where we just went to dinner, Julian's. <laughs> but that was fun because we all just got along really well. Mm-hmm. But I have some work in titles. Should I read them all off? Oh man, for the podcast? Yeah, let's just like what this could have been called. Oh my god! All right, go ahead. What if you read one that's better though? Do you? Want, I don't care if people steal these. Do you? No. All right. So we wrote. Just roll with it with Mike and Chris. Save the world, lose the girl. Off to save the world, but don't know how. Sure, sure, sure. All spelt differently, like sure, S-U-R-E, S-C-H-U-R-E, S-C-E, I don't know, the right way. Much talk about nothing. Fun time, like P-H-U-N, mm-hmm. pun. A couple of dicks. I kind of wanted that one really good. But Isn't I... that the H-J-Y? Oh, a couple of boobs. Oh, no. Oh, what's that? <laughs> The two hosts, I, I don't even know if they're on the air anymore. There was two uh, two DJs on 94HJY for a while. They were known as the two boobs. They like were in the oh. morning or the afternoon or something. I, I just thought a couple of dicks would have been good, but then I was like, well, it might be getting hard to have my father-in-law on a show called A Couple of Dicks. Yeah. Um, Mike and Chris's Big Day Off, Pants Optional, Clothing Optional with Mike and Chris, Let's Roll, Everybody Has a Story from A to C, Loose Structure, Bring It In. We We came close to Bring It In. Good point. Funny you should say that. You don't say. I liked you don't say. I like that too. This can't kill you and cheese and crackers. And we wrote down some guests and um, some other stuff. Uh, so those were the names that we thought of. We ended up on Let's Chat. I guess it was a compromise because we had a bunch of different ideas. Mm-hmm. Do you like? I have to say I like Let's Chat now. I did not at first. It's, I didn't, grown, it's grown on me. Since. I did not like it. But I think I had this idea, like this romantic idea that the title has to be so unique and so special and be in love with it. Yeah. No, it's just super. It I, came I like into it. its own a bit. It definitely came into its own. And it, um, the idea of cheese and crackers is that we were going to serve cheese and crackers to our guest. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that could be a little bit uh, expensive, in, in, inefficient cost wise. <laughs> so I'd always have to have cheese and crackers over here. So um, I uh, I had a couple mm-hmm. questions that I wrote down for you. Um, Wait, let me ask you: Is that notebook just for the podcast, or are you like a journaler? Oh no, I've had I have a couple moleskin notebooks. Where do you get that? Notes. I need to get one. Wherever Barnes and Noble, you get them on Amazon, <laughs> which is gone forever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So let me. I got them written down here, but I'll ask you them in random order. I got one that I was curious about in particular. Mm-hmm. So you're a Simpsons fan? Then yeah. All, all right. right. What? is it about the simpsons that you fell in love with what is it about the simpsons as a show that that you really love what is it about it for you that just that does it for you part of it is just nostalgic value mm-hmm. of um you know how like any sort of media you kind of create your own relationship with it yeah for me watch the simpsons was especially depending on the time of your life when you're yeah watching. 
as long as I can remember, Sunday night, 8 o'clock, my dad, my brother, and I sitting down watching The Simpsons. And I probably just liked it because it was a funny cartoon. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I realized all the satire of it. Did you like and the later seasons? No. No? I stopped. Were there any other shows growing up that you really liked? And I'm talking like pre-13 years old, like as a oh, child. Man. I was really, yeah, but I vaguely remember watching like, any that like really stand out? Perfect Strangers, but barely. Mm. Murphy Brown. I noticed I like watched a lot of strong female lead stuff. I remember my mom and I loved Roseanne. Still do. Still love Roseanne. Well, there, you know, there's. I'll I'll name off stuff that I used to like and I, I still consider good because some stuff was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Besides like cartoons like Rugrats and uh, what and Doug. Doug I still like. Well, I haven't seen it since. Pete and Pete, I recall being. I always remembered it better. I always thought that I was remembering that wrong, but I saw that as an adult, and that is a truly oddly weird, great, amazing. I loved it. I loved truly Pete. Uh, Roseanne, huge fan of Murphy Brown. But I had a big thing of Nick at Night when I was younger. Mm. I used to watch a lot Cosby of Show. Love. Cosby Show. I love Lucy. Mark and Mindy. I dream of Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Like really, we didn't have cable growing up, but we'd see stuff at my grandmother's house. Um, and you know what? I found out recently. Uh, with the Topher Davis interview, like there would be shows on Nickelodeon that I would or remember very, very well, like Hey Dude, and it only did one season. It just constantly aired. So, like in my memory, I just remember Hey Dude always being on, and not well, liking it's it. It's funny you should say that because, like, I also grew up with Nick and Disney and stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a few a handful of shows on there that I definitely watched but don't remember. Like um, Clarissa explains it all. Yep, I watched um, that. Pete and Pete, I hardly remember. But then there are other shows that I t- really remember, like Doug. And remember that show, Figure It Out? With I Summer Sanders, the where the, someone, everyone had a talent. And uh, by the end of the, the show, they had to figure out what the person's talent was. What would you do? Do you remember that? No. The Amanda Show? Yeah. You don't remember The Amanda Show? All that. I remember Burger. all that. Yeah, for me it was like for, me, for me it was a lot of that, like all that Muppet Babies. I watched a lot of. Yeah. I don't know if I watched this stuff a lot or I just Ren and Stimpy. It. I wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh, big time Ren and Stimpy for me. I never liked it either. Even later on, Angry Beavers, Looney Tunes. Oh, I liked Looney Tunes cartoons. SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob was later. But I'm just si- rifling them off. The Simpsons will always. I just. And then there's like this. I think it was one thing we, my brother and I, um, connected really strongly over because we just loved it. And then with Simpsons, you can become like a super nerd about it because it's just so many deep cuts and references to everything. <laughs> and there's like a culture of people who know way too much about the Simpsons. And like and I, my brother and and then friends like it's that. just such a great show though. Well, those early seasons, like I guess people would consider the golden years like four to like ten. But I mean, I go as far as like three to like thirteen. Mm-hmm. But like four and ten, I mean. Honestly, the Conan O'Brien years. Like, you ever see the one where Dustin Hoffman is the substitute teacher for Lisa? No, you mentioned that one. No. Uh, God, Barkett's an elephant. Uh, Secrets to a Successful Marriage, where Marge is driving the car and having these faint voices of Homer when they're having marriage problems. Like, you mean I'm gonna be a daddy? And it's really beautiful and powerful and emotional. And they cut the camera pans out, and it's Homer in the back of the trunk whispering all these things, <laughs> and then she like throws him out of the car. Um, but I think it's like the relationship that I built with it, and The Simpsons, uh, as much as in that time of they when uh, 
whatever year that was, that was like supposed to be a dysfunctional family. But that was family time. That's mm-hmm. when like the, my brother and I would always fight because we we're kids. We'd sit down and watch The Simpsons. And also, sorry, I'm talking a lot today. It's fine. Um, I also think part of it is because Simpsons was in the syndication when I got older, mm-hmm. and we had I grew up where I grew up in uh, Connecticut. We got two Fox stations. We got Fox three Fox. Hartford, New Haven, whatever, Boston, and New York. Mm-hmm. So there would be a two-hour block every day where The Simpsons would be on. And, you know, there was no internet and there's no DVDs. I had things I had taped off the TV. Simpsons was always on. So I think that has an impact on you, too. Like, And, I, A, I think it's quality. Mm-hmm. But it was just always on. That's. But, I would argue that, that for a number of reasons, culturally, it's one of the best shows of all time. Oh, yeah. And do you think – I think Seinfeld's a show that maybe – I was too young for but I watched but now it's still always on syndication oh, but it's still always on some of those episodes I've seen literally a hundred times yeah and they're still funny people who weren't even around at that time will still watch Seinfeld because it's A the quality and it's always always on TBS mm-hmm. what about um, man, is, I, I don't know my memory's not I have to like really try to remember things now so I've been working on that a lot it's fun like especially youth and like childhood Mm-hmm. Just because so many things have happened, good and bad, mostly yeah, mostly good. Just so much happens in life. All right, so a random question. Name a couple of your favorite sandwiches. Anything with uh, mozzarella. Anything without mozzarella? No, with. With mozzarella. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, just tomato, olive oil, uh, fresh moots, and some avocado on a hard roll. Really, but or like a, a Philly cheesesteak. What about more tradition? Yeah, more traditional. No, that's sandwich. really all I ever eat for sandwiches. <laughs> wise, really? Yeah, I don't go crazy. Mm. Weird. Uh, me, uh, good chicken parm. I guess would be right. could hit the spot. I can dig a good. I like sandwich uh, and tuna. I like tuna. I'm not a sandwich fanatic. No, I, oddly, I don't like stuff. Sandwiches are an art form. I think. Yeah, I don't like pastrami. I don't. Know. I don't know. Have you ever been to the deli right here, Hudson? It's no. pretty good. And then Fertile Underground is really good. Which one? Fertile Underground, right on Westminster, up the road. Mm. It's very um, hippy dippy, organic, but very good. Did you say organic? <laughs> organic, that's correct. <laughs> a bunch of whores own it, and they <laughs> treat everything organic. They're they, very green. Yeah, they're very wonderful. They they. Re- <laughs> um, so, <laughs> no, no, it's a great place. I enjoy a good Reuben. Ugh, I hate Reuben. Uh, I enjoy a nice PB and J. That's not a sandwich. I have oh, two at a oh, time. Yeah. I thought you meant sub. I'm sorry. So well, it, no, I just just sandwiches in general. Fluff it's between two pieces a good, of fluff or nutter. Fluff and nutter. That's a cl- that's a classic. Um, a hamburger. That's not really a sandwich. I guess technically it is. I had a sandwich. Uh, sandwich. A, pe- a hamburger with peanut butter on the bun, and it was amazing. That sounds interesting. Actually. I didn't think I'd like it. I do PBJ tuna. Like, what about subs? Or what do you call it? a sub s- sandwich or a hoagie? I mean, we're from New England. So oh, a sub sandwich. Sub, yeah. Some people call it a hoagie, but like, I think there's a gr- also grinder. Grinder, that's the word. Um, I don't think. I think well, they're interchangeable. So yeah, but is hoagie like Pennsylvania talk? I think. Yeah. Hoagie. I think it's an actual style of sandwich. I thought it was like only around here. I don't really know. So what? Well, so we did the Sopranos, and then who was? That Geek Girls one was really fun because we got to use the big table in my dining room, mm-hmm. and then Jamie and Victoria, and we had snacks. That was fun. They were good. They're, everyone's been good. Matt, Topher, Nate, which just will go up as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any more people you know that come? I don't want to say who's coming on until we have them, yeah. but I, there's a list of a laundry list of people I know that are just we're working on, and some of it sometimes is just geographical. A lot of people I know are 
elsewhere. So I'm going to do some trips out to New York and Connecticut and Vermont and whatnot, Boston. And man, I just can't believe it's been 10 episodes. Yeah. So what do you think the ultimate goal is? Like, Just keep having fun. I don't ever see plan on see, see what it turns into. If we can make, I don't want to make money, but I wouldn't mind recovering some cost because at some point we're not going to be able to store every episode, mm-hmm. which is fine. And then I would love to get some press like in the short term future. I'd like to see the show. I really like growing the show. I think that's really fun. I would like to see, I wouldn't mind getting like a blog blurb or invited to a podcast or like kind of get connected to like this community that we're trying to break into. Mm-hmm. Cause I only know of, two people who even have a podcast and I know a few people who even listen to them to begin with. Well, it's interesting. I was reading an article online the other day that there was a question posed. It said, what are we in the golden age of? Yeah. And there was a handful of answers. And one of the things was podcasts. Oh yeah. Because if you think about it, podcasts have been around for years and years. Seven and years. or eight, right? At least that. And I remember having an iPod when I was younger, like, middle school high school and podcasts was like an option on itunes yeah. but i had no freaking idea what they were and then it was only like within the last year or two that i started like what let me check these out yeah and it's it's still taking off big time it still has yeah it's definitely it's that, like getting into the mainstream like now parks and rec has the last two episodes have mentioned something about podcast mm-hmm. um yeah i think it is really slowly kind of growing so we're also trying to do a medium that people like, hey, please listen to our show, and then you're like, well, I don't, the nice thing about podcasts is too is like, you can listen. There's a podcast for every. If people actually, I've never even thought to do this, but if people aren't, if you're listening to this now, obviously you know how to get podcasts. But if you go to iTunes or just Google like a topic you like, like if you like yoga, if you like music, if you like economics, if you like animals, I'm telling you, there is a podcast for everything. Kind of weird, like. It, everything there was a breaking bad podcast there's stuff you should know there's like yeah, thousands if you yeah. like books if you like skiing i'm telling you it's out there google podcasts about blank and then go on itunes you can listen to the nice thing too is you can put them on your ipod listen to them on the way to work you, you know, can listen what to do you them have while you sit at your computer what kind home. of phone do you have uh an htc one <laughs> you keep saying itunes it's just fine so i thought you had an iphone but there are apps too, like on yeah. the Google. If you have an Android phone, what go is on it Google with Android? I keep saying Google Play. I hope that's right. It's Google Play. Okay. Yeah, I have um, Pocket Casts, mm-hmm. which is a really great app, and our our podcast is on there. Yeah, because um, we did the RSS feed, so everything's on everything. Yeah. So like, you can get them on your phone, you can Apple get them TV. on your iPod, or or while you sit at your computer, they're really great to listen to. It is. I uh, yeah. It's, it's like. It's like any – It's you only have to listen to the things that interest you. Yeah, that's true. It's really kind of – I feel like the radio – like, uh, I mean, it's radio. It's just the next advancement But it's radio. tailored to you. It's yeah. what you want to listen to. It's like, to. it's like, man, I really wish I could listen to people sit down and talk about blank. Fill in the blank, dude. You oh, I tried listen, that hardcore history one. Yeah. Incredible. It's, I would yeah. – you know? And if that was an iTunes U – I probably wouldn't have found it. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever done iTunes University? I've seen yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why that doesn't catch on for me, but yeah, I just, um, I find a lot by looking up guests I like, if I hear mm-hmm. a guest on something, and then I'll just type in their name, and then kind of go through and give this a listen, that a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, I did that for Ben Schwartz and Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's how I found Mark Maron. I forgot who I was looking up. I think probably, I think it was Gary Shandling. He's also, if I can interview anyone, I think he's like one of my idols. Maybe Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld might be one of those people I want him to stay in the way I know him. I think he might be someone that could have ruined the illusion because he's kind of a dick. But he doesn't 
in a good way. He's, he's Jerry Seinfeld. To me, he's Jerry Seinfeld. He's not a dick. He's just Jerry Seinfeld. He, he's a, I love him so much. But yeah. if I met him and didn't have the – if he wasn't what I wanted him to be, it would kind of ruin it for me. Would you say he's a comedy genius? Would you go oh. that far? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I would love to see, see him in, uh, perform. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's – I think I don't not want to call him this, but like a comedy Dexter, like mm-hmm. he seems like OCD about comedy. Yeah, he's really good. Like, at what he do you does. watch comedians in cars getting coffee? Oh yeah, when he did the him and Jay Leno was just like what? Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. I yeah, the one he did with Michael, whatever the guy who played Kramer. Oh, Michael Richards. That yeah, was good. there was an episode that he did with him. The Louis was... C.K. one is really great. They're all great. My buddy Ryan um, texted me and he's like, "Did you watch Louis C.K.?" Uh, Comedians and cars getting coffee yet? I was like, no, not yet. It's like, I'm pretty sure that was the pier we were at at your uh, bachelor party. It was Chelsea Piers. So I watched it. I was like, oh, my God, I've been there. So that was exciting. And, man, so we've been doing this for, I don't know, a few months. Yeah. it's Farther than I ever expected. Man, I just really hope there's so much more to come. So what should people expect to come besides more content? Well, for starters, I think that. If you're interested in coming on, get a hold of us. Yeah, yeah. If you have ideas for guests and it's not you personally, but you have a friend that's – and let's say you have a friend who's in a band or a friend who has an interesting job. They're a graphic designer or they – whatever. If you know – or a parent or family, anybody who has an interesting story to tell or someone who's maybe trying to start a business. Trying or to plug something. Trying to plug something. That's for – yeah. Students who are trying to – whatever. If you know someone who needs to get the word out and wants some free advertising – the only thing it's going to cost you is the gas it takes you to drive over here. I mean, yeah, if you're worth it, I'll drive to you. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, the future, I don't know what it's going to turn into. If it never gets past us just having friends come and talk, it's an excuse to get together and talk. A few episodes, like different. I know I wanted to do, we're going to do an episode where we just record ourselves playing cards against humanity. I had a couple of ideas for things like that. Yeah. One, playing cards against humanity. Two, a game, uh, an episode where we. Uh, watch a movie. Oh, I have a guest that um, Chris yeah. who will come and on. For that what one. we can actually do is we can feed the audio into the mixer mm. coming from the movie, so the guests can hear the audio of the movie and, just, and like, make fun us of it. talking at the same time. Yeah, I have a guest that will come on for that. Um, and you, you know him. I also thought it would be cool to do a couple episodes out in public. Um, if we could, we'd have to find a power source to plug in the mixer. But if we could, we could, in theory, sit outside. And, you know, you could hear traffic or we could sit in some – it's somewhere where there's people walking around and it kind of – like, remember how I said at the beginning I had this idea where, um, you know, you put the sounds of a bar. Yeah, I know. So it sounds like you're sitting in a bar. Mm. But I thought, you know, if we could go sit in a park and interview someone outside in the summertime, that would be cool. We could figure that out. Or like random people on the street. We could If we found like a coffee shop that has an outdoor patio – that would work. Interview people. I'd like sit outside on the patio. As long as it has an outlet for the mixer. Yeah. And when people come by, say, hey, we're doing a podcast. Do you want to come sit yeah. and talk? What's your name? Where are you from? That would be fun. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to kind of get people on tour coming through for like theater. and stuff. When we like, got to a level where we can like, promote people. Well, we have Kevin Spacey uh, coming on in a couple of weeks. Oh, I forgot about Kevin Spacey. So that'll be a good episode. I actually once thought about what would be like if we got someone really famous on here. Can you imagine if Kevin Spacey was sitting... Like well, right Kevin Spacey's here. We wouldn't be doing this in my bedroom. Can you imagine though? I'd give him the dining room, and I'd and then you know we'd give him a nice room. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be good at that. 
No. Because I'd be so nervous. I don't know his work that well. I would see him as Francis on I'm like, too. so tell me more about Have you American seen Usual Beauty. Suspects? No. Oh, he, dude, it's on Netflix. Yeah, well, so there are a lot of things I don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I have access to everything, it doesn't mean I watch anything at all. I like to watch the same episodes of, like, Malcolm in the Middle, mostly. Uh, I had, like, I have my cousin... Oh, my cousin Sarah was in, like, Unwound, which was a biggish band, but her husband, my cousin Aaron, is, like, in a successful rock band, Red Fang. So I was like, oh, it'd be so... In my head, I was like, if he even came on, we would get, like, a shit ton of traffic, and then a bunch of people like, what the hell is this shit? And then, we'd, and then it would drop off immediately. What? So I think you need that slow burn. You can't start off with, like, something huge and then have nothing. Well, it's going to take... Years. Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately years, but... At the very least, months and months and months and months to build yeah. viewership. A lot of the people that listen to this aren't even going to hear these episodes. And you don't know who listens to what. True. I've and, gone and, back to the beginning but, with other episode with other podcasts. Yeah. Too. Well, even think of that too. Like some like Nerdist podcast is the the reach that they had mm-hmm. at that time. I didn't find that until like episode one hundred, two hundred. Yep. And then and even now, I listen to so many Nerdist podcasts. Joe Rogan. I didn't even start listening until the two yeah. hundreds. Yeah. And I gone back and cherry picked because there's like celebrities that i like yeah yeah but um but you know here's a podcast you like and you don't even listen to every episode and we get people listening to there's not been an episode that hasn't had a download mm-hmm. or multiple downloads so like isn't that odd to you to think that people are picking us and like someone like me mark Marin, i haven't listened to Marin in months even though i'm a fan of his show yep but there's someone who's going to listen to us. I think it's kind of like because we know them personally. But right. that, it makes me happy. But the thing is, if I had a friend and they said, oh, my friend is starting a podcast or yeah. doing a podcast, and I listened to it and it was decent, I would still listen to it. Like because cultural after a while, icons, you feel like to. you get to know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never met Joe Rogan. I've never met Mark Maron, Pete Holmes. But well, I feel like them. I know them. Like, I don't even know how I found Pete Holmes, but now I feel like I know. Like, Have you seen his show? Nah, but you, it no, is it good? It look that funny. I don't know. Just doesn't do it for me. Well, I don't have the way an access to want a way to access it. Yeah, I would love to get a write up in like a blog or like the paper. It's like at the the, the biggest level of success, like that I could dream of for this is like we got to interview the mayor of Providence and got in the Phoenix. And I would die happy. Or maybe the wildest theory, like we interview someone we don't really know who's like coming through for like some sort of art thing, like as an artist, and then the years later they're famous and be like, oh my god, I interviewed so and so before they were big. That would be really cool. But we do have we have a laundry list of people still coming on. I think it would also help us if you guys have friends and you know that they listen to podcasts. Yeah, you know, turn them on. Yeah, turn them on. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll have to get an incentive going. Yeah, I want to do a type of thing. Give where you we can something. Start sending out rewards for people who answer like a question we asked during the yeah. show or something. When my brother-in-law gets his uh, spice rubs business up and running, I kind of want to utilize him and buy a bunch in bulk and then use those. Remember those that, wings yeah. we had at uh, the party? Oh, my God. And then, like, uh, I just got confirmation of someone doing my mu- uh, the the theme song, so I'm gonna send them like a let's chat mug. I'm gonna make through the I got a group on and throw some spice rubs as a thank you. Awesome. And then, yeah. Well, man, is it? I think uh, I got nothing else to say. I think that was good. I think this episode was mostly looking back. It wasn't very organized. It was but, no. It wasn't. I it think was a retrospective. We want to thank the listeners. Too Thanks, the listener for sticking with us it's only been 11 episodes but the fact that you guys are still here is <laughs> or anyone really flattering it's a slow burn let's, let's chat, chat again, again real soon, soon.